With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Set this one in, Kellen. This is an unknown text, but they're like, how about little pink houses? So, all right, Cougar Melon Camp for you. Thank you very much. Blue Jays, Rangers, scoreless, bottom of the second in Texas. In about half an hour, Blue Bombers and Rough Riders kick off in Saskatchewan. Both teams 1 0. Elks tomorrow against the Lions right here on 6.30 Chad. 3.30 countdown to kick off game at 5. We will uh, preview that game in the second hour of our show. Lions uh, had a player uh, collapse at practice earlier this week. We'll get a little bit of an update as we move along there too. Also want to remind you, if if you need money to buy a yacht, and Kellen and I are now seriously considering doing so. It could be inside yacht. we We could do the show from a yacht. That's, we now have a new goal in life. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> the uh, Oilers still have the playoff bonus jackpot going. It is in support of hockey for all kids in Alberta. The jackpot is $3.67 million, and the draw is at noon on Monday. Noon on Monday. So you can get your uh, tickets before then. And uh, this is on top of all the 50-50 draws they've had throughout the season. The playoff bonus jackpot, jackpot. well, I, I would guess it'll be at $4 million, probably over by Monday. But right now it's $3.67 million. So you know where to go. Uh-huh. Oilers website, hit the 50-50 link, get a uh, ticket for the playoff bonus jackpot. I got mine long ago. So maybe we will get a yacht, Count. I should try my 50-50 ticket seller call. I don't understand. They're like, you know, when you're walking the uh, the corridors of Rogers oh. Place or at the Elks game, and that's when you hear, uh, you know, the, the guys or the girls uh, yelling out, 50-50! That's pretty good. You could do it. Yeah, I've done it a couple of times. It's fun. You've sold it which? Oh, uh, a couple of charity fundraisers in the past. And not at an Oilers game. Not, not at, a, at a major sports event, per se, but... You'll get you know. there. Yeah. Career aspirations, right? It's important to have goals. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned in life. All right, so we we are talking about our beloved sport of hockey. We had Paul Sir on the show last night with some very uh, interesting and, and passionate remarks. And Paul, as a guy whose primary sport is basketball, but has become a hockey fan living in Edmonton, uh, saying that he just thinks that these star players are not allowed to do their thing. That, that you know, it's there. It's too easy to impede them, prevent them from doing things offensively, and that kind of. Uh, I mean, he watched the Oilers games, but it, it turned him off from watching the rest of the playoffs. And he thinks a player like McDavid should be able to uh, wheel and deal even more than he does. 
not everybody agrees. Ben has written me a message, and of course, uh, it's inside sports at 630chat.com. I got uh, two or three emails on this last night, and uh, you can write into Kellen or me, 780-496-0063 as well. Call in on the Certainty Hotline. Here's what Ben said. It's supposed to be incredibly hard to produce offense in the NHL. Maurice Richard, Bobby Orr, Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Connor McDavid are celebrated specifically because they can battle through brutal physicality and still amaze fans. If we limit what can be done to stop them, then we diminish their accomplishments. So that is Ben saying, yeah, the, the star players are going to find a way to rise to the occasion. That is what Ben is saying. And he, he said, if we limit what can be done to stop them, then we diminish their accomplishments. Um, interesting take. I would say, I guess what Ben is saying, regardless of the rules, Connor McDavid will lead the NHL in scoring. Whether he has 100 points like he did in his second season in the NHL or 150, 160 like he's gotten up to last couple of years, that, that he'll still be the top player and will still prove it, regardless of the checking against him. Uh, whereas Paul Sir and some other people who have written in would say, why or why should people be allowed to break the rules and not be called in an effort to try to stop the best players? Let's see the best players. And yes, the other sport, the other argument is that other sports, and this is still subjective, I suppose, but that other sports do a better job uh, leaning the rules towards the offense, specifically the NBA and the NFL. Um, you know, baseball doesn't have the, the physicality. Oh, I mean, they've changed some rules over the years, but um, but I guess if you're talking about NBA, NFL, NHL, where, you know, there's a, a competition for the object, the, the ball or the puck, um, even if one team might be more obviously on offense in, in the NFL and the NBA, that... You know, still, the, the rules lean towards giving the offensive players room to work. And, um, you know, the NFL protects quarterbacks. You can't take shots on a defenseless receiver. You get penalized for all that kind of stuff. So the the defense has to be careful. Whereas maybe in hockey, it's like, no, the, the defense can push the rules as far as they, almost as far as they want until the referee says, okay, maybe that's too far. Anyway, uh, 780-496-0063. Kelly, give me a couple of yours. Excellent. Joe texts in and says, Bigger Inc. would let the skilled loose, give them some room. Uh, and that's all he's got. That's from Joe. Yeah, that, and that's I, I know that's been an argument. And I, and I don't think the NHL will ever do that because you'd have to remodel 32 rinks. And, and they're not going to move back the, the front row in all these rinks. Yeah, if Connor McDavid has some extra space to drive wide, sure, that would help. But ultimately, the puck still has to go to the net. And I know that's the uh, the argument that I've heard over the years is that if, if the play is along the boards, uh, then the puck is further from the net if it's along the hash mark. So you still ha- ultimately have to get the puck to the net. Then maybe it's a little more difficult to do that if there's an extra seven and a half feet on either side. But I understand where the argument's coming from. Mm-hmm. Brandon texts in and says, physicality adds a whole other level of strategy to the game. I would get bored if every game was just star p- players scoring 10-plus goals a game. Well, and that's that's the other thing, right? Is there a, a, a proper score for a sporting event? 
of any kind, right? I mean, I guess in in basketball, I, I suppose over the years, just because it's a nice round number, 100 has kind of been like, well, did they score 100 points or not? It's 25 points per quarter. So, uh, as as somebody referenced in an email earlier, there were some really low-scoring games, uh, late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, in the NHL, I mean, what if you were asked to pick an average score in a hockey game, Kellen? 4-2, 4-3? I mean, sure. it's not a 3-2 league yep. anymore. It's, as I was saying, there's, a, what would it be, about six and a third goals per game, so it's not quite a 4-3 league. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if the average score in a hockey game was, was 7-5 or 8-6, would that, would that ruin it, though? I don't know. We've... we've uh, the 80s sort of, ha- well, not sort of, it did have more high-scoring games. They mm-hmm. didn't uh, routinely get that. But I, like I said, I remember one of the games I went to as a, a little kid, the uh, Oilers played the Minnesota North Stars. And uh, I think the Oilers were up 5-4 after the first period and then won 9-6. You know, if that's how games went, would that would that scare you away? I don't know. Um like, is there a proper score in a football? I, I think we could kind of agree with football that the 17-13 game Elks-Riders on Sunday is is a low-scoring game. And mm-hmm. also, there wasn't a, a ton of yardage in that game. I mean, sometimes you can have a low-scoring game where teams just don't score or there's a turnover in the red zone. But generally, a 17-13 football game, you'd say, while close, maybe didn't have the action of other games. Okay, so, but again, what's the proper score in a football game? 27-23, 35-30, 52-49? I don't know. What makes you feel the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, uh, we'll go to, back to the text line here and hear from the River Frog texting in. says that hockey is a simple game. Get the puck to the next zone. Get the puck to the other team's net. Try to outnumber the other team in front of both nets. Play in a straight line. The Golden Knights did those things better than anyone else. Teams with fancy loop-to-loop players like the Oilers never win in the playoffs. That is from the River Frog. From the River Frog. Okay, well, playing in a straight line helps. And Vegas, Rob and I talked about that. Vegas did a good job in, uh, in the Oilers series, they owned the front of the net, I thought, at both ends of the rink, and they continued to do that throughout the players. It was hard to get the puck in on uh, Aiden Hill or LB at the start of the Oilers series, and they did a better job winning the slot against Edmonton. So if that's the case, does it matter how wide the rink is or exactly what the rules are? So I guess what the River Frog is saying, you can change all the rules you want. The puck has to go to the t- other team's net to score, and you have to defend the front of your, your net to win. So does it matter if you're calling uh, interference in the neutral zone or, or the odd little hook or there's an extra power player to a game? Yeah, fair, uh, fair comment. I, I understand where that's coming from. Mm. Al texts in and says, My big beef with the NHL is that the rules change according to the score, and in the playoffs the rules are applied according to the score. That's from Al. Well, that's a whole other debate, right, is the rule enforcement. Um you know, I've always I, I've always said that I I don't like to complain about the officiating too much. If there's an obvious bad call, then I'll I'll bring it up. I, I generally don't think officials decide games. Sure, it has an impact on games, but a lot of things do. That's the that's the frenzy of watching a game sometimes. Uh, I I yes, in general, I I wish that games were called the exact same way all the time. Is that realistic? I don't know. Um, do I think that for me as a fan, I would say to a ref, if it's a 50-50 call, don't call it. And I think usually they do a pretty good job with that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go to Wallace on a text line next year. He says, the NHL is in a better place than it's been in a long time, and I've been watching since the late 1960s. The skilled players are fast and creative. There is still body checking and sometimes fighting. The game will never be perfect, so maybe we should stop complaining about it being very good. That's from Wallace. Well, I do think the NHL, d- despite some of the things we're talking about and despite the low ratings for the final, I do think it's in a pretty good spot. Um, and again, as I gave the stats, scoring is up, and I think it's going to continue to go up. I think there is action. And I don't want body checking out of the game. I'd like less cross-checking, quite frankly. And speaking of Father's Day on Sunday, my dad just is he, irate about the cross-checking. In the age. He says you shouldn't be able to put your stick on a guy and shove him or jab at him no matter what. I don't think it's going away, but yeah, probably something that could be enforced more. And maybe we are nitpicking a little bit, right? And people are still watching. So uh, here's a message from Joseph Kellen. The NHL Mm -hmm. needs to stop worrying about what Americans think of the game. They've added more fans south of the border just by adding teams in more cities. Canadians have proven over the years that they will watch the NHL regardless of the quality of the product. (laughs) Well... Well, and maybe it's that maybe it's that simple. I, I don't know. I, I mean, as much as I, I've I probably have over the years, but I I can't remember a lot of people saying I've stopped watching hockey because of uh, the interference or the. If those people do, it's probably usually temporary. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is a good debate. It is. It is. It's a. It's a fun debate for sure. Uh, let's do a break, Kellen. We'll get in a few more messages. We're going to preview yep. uh, Elks and Lions. It's 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Little classic Van Halen here. That's right. Somebody requested it. I don't know who. Maybe they should sign their name next time. <laughs> this is uh, which one is this one? Unchained. It is. Good track. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We've been uh, re- you've been reacting to some comments made by basketball Alberta's Paul Sir about uh, hockey in the NHL on our show last night. I believe uh, we have several requests for uh, rock songs you want to hear coming back from commercial. And we got a couple of openings for next hour too, so I don't oh, have good. them all filled out yet. So get your requests in. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and we have, uh, okay, let's wrap up with a two, I don't know how many more, a couple more hockey ones at sure. least. And then I think we also got some things about yachts. And yacht rock, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll. We'll get to do a couple of those. Hit me with a couple you got, Kellen. Sure. Uh, Tina texts in and says uh, the NHL would get more viewers if they didn't drag the season out into June. Too many days off between games. They should play back-to-back games in the first two rounds when games are in the same city. I just get exhausted watching playoffs for two months. I'm not sitting in front of a TV when I can be outside having a barbecue. The season should end by May 31st at the latest. That's from Tina. Uh, well, that uh, I, I would not be surprised if there were people that agree with Tina that if your team is not in it and it's into June are you going to schedule your life around the Stanley Cup final even if it's maybe teams that you're more interested in than Florida and Vegas uh yeah do I think the NHL is going to change that probably not I mean game seven would have been well this would have been game six if it had got game seven would have been Monday June 19th mm-hmm. that's the, that is a long season 
That's uh, a stretch. You know, start middle of September usually with training camp. Usually somewhere around October 7th is the start of the regular season. And, and yeah, you get the extra days to allow a little more convenience for travel in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, yeah, that that could contribute to it. Who does everybody want to watch? Does it do even does even the most hardcore hockey fan want to watch a uh, a hockey game on a nice Tuesday night in Edmonton, where we you know where we are limited in the amount of nice weather that we get anyway? Yeah, that's uh, that's another interesting take from Tina for sure. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, Reed, what do you have on your side there? Ian says this is a one-off. The ratings were low for a cup final. Let's not overreact and act like the whole game needs to be changed. If Toronto, Edmonton, Boston, Pittsburgh, or the Rangers made it, the ratings would be fine. Yeah, probably would be better. And, and maybe when it comes to the cup final, I mean, there's only two teams left. So do you expect uh, other teams to watch? I mean, it's not a, uh, it's not a holiday type of event like the Super Bowl has become. Uh, yeah, maybe you just don't want to watch. And, and that's the other thing. When you're a fan of a team, are you a fan of the sport? You know what I mean? Like, there's Florida Panthers fan, or there's so Carolina lost in the East Final. Carolina Hurricanes have fans, but are they enough of hockey fans that they're going to watch two other teams play in the Stanley Cup final. Maybe not. Well, we got some interesting thoughts coming in tonight, Kellen. We do, yes. And we also have interesting thoughts on... Okay. <laughs> yacht Rock. All right. Well, uh, the, but first of all, if anybody owns a yacht, read theirs first. <laughs> uh, nobody owns a yacht. Well, nobody's so. admitting to it. Or Yeah, exactly. Though I don't know why you would hide that. I would think it would be cool to own a yacht. It'd be painfully obvious, too, if you're friends, I would think. I don't know where What's you'd store your yacht. in your driveway? <laughs> Uh, yes. So, but there we go. Uh, Sean D. Engineer texted in and said... Uh, Our engineer? Uh, Sean D. Engineer. So he's everybody's engineer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says that uh, Shea was doing Yawn Rock Friday and not Yacht Rock Friday. Mm, shots fired there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And then Ray texts in and says, taking Yacht Rock next level with a couple of the laughing emojis. So... All right, but yacht rock is a very laid-back style of music, is it not? It, it's it's more adult contemporary, yes. From like well, most most of it's from like the 1980s. I Does think. anybody so. even really know? <laughs> it, it's the stuff that you hear at the dentist's office, you know. Sometimes if they if, oh, if my dentist plays cool music. Yeah, I think uh, my my dentist plays our uh, <laughs> sister station to Chuck. So oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Let's go and listen to Graham uh, Moseman. At his office. So there we go. Uh, Mike texted in and said, uh, Hurricanes, here's why. He's talking about the, why the left red shirt. Oh, I, okay. So yeah. if you missed this earlier, my buddy randomly said to me the other day, why is the team in Lethbridge called the Hurricanes when there are no Hurricanes in Lethbridge? And I was like, dude, you're overthinking it. But anyway, we got it. We have a real answer to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, hurricanes, here's why. Left, left Ridge is like Newfoundland. If the wind ever stops blowing, everybody thinks they've gone deaf. That's from Mike. <laughs> Right. Well, they could have called it, yeah. And and the Lethbridge really windies isn't a very good name. <laughs> the, the Lethbridge gusts, maybe they could have called them. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to know what came first, left or the bridge? Uh, I, by the way, the Winnipeg Ice are moving, eh? Speaking of WHL news. Oh, wow. They're going to Wenatchee. I think they're going to be the Wenatchee Wild. Oh, cool. Right on. Well, not for the hockey fans of Winnipeg. No, obviously, but it's cool to hear that name come back. That was one of the best uh, minor pro sports league names I've ever heard in my life, Wenatchee Wild. All right. So, and uh, Yakashev texts in. 
taking issue uh, quickly here with uh, Mr. Sir's comments from last night. So why in the bleep would someone try to compare hockey to ba- basketball? Not until they put in a bleeping three-point play in hockey will that comparison <laughs> have any bleeping merit. Yakushev in a half ton. So Yakushev bringing back the, uh, the uh, assignment from last the, night. The assignment from last night where we encourage people to use the word bleeping. Uh, well, yeah... I, I get it. They, they are different sports, but his, his point was was that Paul's belief is that the star players are uh, better able to showcase their talent in the NBA than in the NHL. But, I, yeah, I don't think there'll ever be a three-point line in hockey or even a two-point line for that matter. All right. Good stuff, guys. 780-496-0063. If you, if you still have stuff coming in, we will uh, do the best to read it. We will shift uh, a bit of our focus here to football the elks and the lions coming up tomorrow dave campbell has traveled to vancouver uh, are the elks making any big changes after the season opening loss we'll dive into that